and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Copybook Headings Podcast. If you're just joining us for the first time, this show is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old saying, proverb, or maxim, and we break it down to see what we can learn from it and see if there's still any relevance uh, to these old sayings today. I am your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, Holidays are over. Uh, they're always kind of a fun time, but I'm always glad when they're over as well. So, uh, how was your, uh, Christmas, New Year's, everything? Yeah, good. Um, just kind of, you know, settling back in after our, after Christmas and our road trip and, and, uh, yeah, just getting back to work and, uh, everyone, everyone get back to the schedule. My preschooler going back to preschool and all that. So yeah, just, it's, it's been a good week so far, um, apart from, sitting at the desk again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I never th- I thought I would think this way and maybe this is a sign I'm getting old because when I was a kid, the holidays and any kind of celebration or event was super exciting to me. And then when it was over, I was sad, you know, cause I had to go yeah. back to the, the humdrum daily grind. And now I'm like happy that they're over and I'm happy, you know, I'm like welcoming the, 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 the daily routine coming back. So I guess that means I'm getting old probably. Right. I, I think so. Cause I feel the same way. Like the routine is very comforting, uh, in, in, in one's old age, I think. <laughs> so. Yeah. Even though I, I, we talked about, I'd recently started a, a, a new job. So my, my routine isn't the same as what it was before, but it's still something that I'm doing every day. That's like, you know, has kind of more structure. They just mm-hmm. like, like, I think I told you last time, like the week between Christmas and New Year's is just like chaos. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. sometimes you work, sometimes you don't. It's like there's trash everywhere from the presents. And so that's kind of a wild, but yeah. Uh, yeah, excited to be back, back at it and back here on the podcast talking about another good, good proverb. You want to tell us what we're doing, talking about today? Yeah, this one, you know, it's it's phrased a couple different ways, but it is essentially lightning never strikes twice in the same place. Mm-hmm. Good um, one. And uh, and and you and I both, you know, looked around a bit for this to find what the origin was. I think the oldest thing I found was like the 1850s in a, a newspaper or something like that. Um, so it's interesting that this one is not that old. Maybe it's because it's, you know factually not true i guess like as far as like the 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 phenomenon of of lightning strikes um but i think metaphorically and what it's getting at is very true but yeah it's a it's just one that i didn't find much on what about you yeah sam i didn't find much on the history and that's funny because i told my wife what one we were doing today and that's the first thing she said is like that's actually not true didn't you hear the story about the guy who got struck like four times or something i don't know but i don't know if i saw that story but um but yeah like uh i didn't i didn't i don't know i've heard it's old i mean it's i from the research i've seen it's you know but it hasn't been written down a lot so i don't know it's been Mm -hmm. verbally passed down for quite a while supposedly yeah 
um, yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk a bit about, you know, the reality of it is, um, lightning often does strike the same place multiple times. Hence, you know, things like lightning rods and yeah. <laughs> trees on top of hills that are all charred and everything. Right. Yep. Um, it, it is, is pretty well attested. So, um, but you know, there's a, there's a couple, a couple ways you can take it though metaphorically. So, the way I think about it is maybe more in the um, like the inspiration kind of sense, like or or having all, like um, you know when you're when you're creatively on fire, you know, like lightning is just going to hit that those circumstances that moment. That's like the perfect moment for something to happen. And you're not going to be able to basically recreate those circumstances to make something dynamic like that happen again. Yep. I think that's, is that the way that you think of it most commonly too? Yeah, I think so. And I assume that the reason this saying came about was because back a long time ago, lightning just seemed so random, you know, yeah. they didn't, they didn't understand what static electricity or how, how, you know, the way electricity moves. So they're like, it's just this random phenomenon that comes and goes and it strikes over here and it strikes over there. And, you know, you can't really predict it or expect it to just cause it struck here today. doesn't mean it's going to strike there tomorrow, you know? And, uh, you know, once they understood electricity, they're like, yeah, lightning rod, it's going to go the path of least resistance to the ground, you know? And then now they kind of understand. But, uh, when it was, I think when this saying probably was formed, they didn't understand it as well. And so the idea was these, you know, if something random happens, whether it be good or bad, you can't, ex- you, you can't rely on that. That's kind of what I, what I took it yeah. to mean. Yeah, definitely. It's, it, it can be positive or negative. Um, you know, you could kind of see, oh, I've had bad luck here before. So like, maybe I will escape that bad luck because it's already hit me. Um, <laughs> things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but really with, with that one, I mean, I guess, I guess we're going to kind of debate this uh, of how, how applicable, how true this one is. Um, cause there are a lot of things that just the way you approach things, the way you behave, the, that especially thinking about bad things, right? Like they mm-hmm. can happen. See like the things that seem like they're randomly happening, they really can happen again because of what you're doing in the first place. Does that make sense? Like hundred percent. Yeah. I got a story about that. Want to hear a story? Oh, I sure do. (laughs) Um, So my dad worked in uh, manufacturing his whole life. He's like a automotive engineer. He worked for, you know, auto manufacturers. And he Mm -hmm. told me this story of this guy who, who lost a finger working on the assembly line. Like he was working in some machine, machine gets jammed up with a part, something happens and, there's like a safety guard. And of course he moves the safety guard out of the way. It's like, I'm just going to reach in here and pull this part out really quick. And he, you know, chop and loses a finger. Okay. So he goes to the hospital, bandage him up, whatever. He's off work for a while. He comes back. His boss says, man, that's so terrible. How did this happen? Can you walk me through what happened? Guy says, sure. Moves the safety guard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mimes doing it, chop loses another finger. 
Oh, wow. This is a story that my dad told me. I, I, I have a hard time even believing that it's true, but he swears it's true. Um, <laughs> like it seems so ridiculous, but to this guy, this random occurrence, because he was doing the same stupid thing again, he put himself yeah. in that same situation and, and he got struck by lightning the second time as it were. Yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I mean, apart, <laughs> it's hard to guard against something like that. If, uh, if you're prone to it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that one wasn't that random. I mean, it's like here, if I stick my finger in this machinery, yeah. I mean, it seems pretty consistent. If you do that, you're going to lose a finger every time. Yeah. But, uh, apparently he thought he wouldn't, uh, the second time, but, but yeah. Um, so I, I have kind of conversations with my kids about this kind of thing all the time where they, I'll say, Hey, don't do that. You're going to get hurt. I didn't mm-hmm. get hurt. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I understand you didn't get hurt this time. Like what you were doing was incredibly risky. Please don't do it again, you know, but they don't seem to understand risk or like, you know, that if you keep pressing your luck long enough, something, something yeah. bad's going to happen. So I don't know if that's exactly the same, same concept, but it's, it's similar. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, um, you know, when you're, it's the whole hot stove thing, right? That, that some kids aren't going to listen to you until they get burned on the stove, you know, either literally or metaphorically, some will listen, but some just don't have that temperament. And then I think there's, there's the rare few who will go back and burn their hand twice. Cause they, I don't know if they just didn't, uh, didn't put, put things together the first time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, so <clears throat> The, the concept of kind of this random nature, I think, I mean, like we can talk about good things too. Like if someone were to win the lottery, probably Mm -hmm. the last thing they're going to do is go buy another lottery ticket that day. Right. I mean, uh, for, they're not going to expect lightning to strike them twice. Right. They're not going to expect the, the, the crazy one in a billion chance of something happening to them. Uh, two times in a row, even though who wouldn't want to win the lottery twice, right? Why not? Why not have double the winnings, but nobody's going to do that because, because of the, of the, of the odds. So, so I think um, that kind of applies a little bit where, where the kind of the wisdom in this one is, uh, is helping people understand that um, maybe something good happened. Doesn't, you can't count on that or maybe something bad happens. Don't press your luck. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think? Um, I mean, obviously, this this saying has been around a long time, um, and the ones that have been around a long time, you know, we we'll, we'll, we often will say that they you know have stood the test of time. They've been repeated. I'm sure there's been lots of proverbs that have fallen by the wayside that are not used anymore. In fact, we know mm-hmm. for a fact there ha- there have been. So, what do you think has been? What do you think makes this one so? Uh, what do you even think it's made it su- it's successful where people have repeated this? What, what are they, what do you think they're trying to, trying to kind of teach that's important? Um, I think, I think part of there's, there's certain amount of certain aspect to it of maybe gratitude or, or at least appreciating, um, the rareness of certain circumstances and situations, uh, especially for positive ones when, you know, to appreciate when something great happened to you, um, that, you know, one, you're 
it's probably not worth trying to to do it again to or to have that happen to you again like you say with the lottery right like mm-hmm. if you if you won the lottery that's a very rare and wonderful thing for you so um call that good enough right like don't sure. don't, don't keep trying cuz the the odds were against you already mm-hmm. um, and so you know i think that's that's with with other endeavors as well and 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 what comes to mind for me is you know to appreciate the great things you have a, a great moment with with your family one day you know just and it's a very special like everything lined up and it was a perfect day all these great things happened like just appreciate that it happened you know and mm. and um and appreciate that that memory and that the um for what it was and for for being rare that it um being a rare occurrence yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, that's a good point too. Uh, that you know might might be gone tomorrow, you know, and so to having that gratitude, um, I think we can be guilty of, of of things like that sometimes, where you know <clears throat> people will not be thankful for what they have, even though maybe they're not recognizing how rare what they have is. Yeah. Um, maybe they got a great deal on a car, and now they're like, "Yeah, I could get rid of this car and get another car." It's like, well, maybe 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 you can't. Maybe maybe you got such a screaming deal on that, uh, you're not can't expect to have that again, or. Or maybe people are taking their relationship for, for granted and they want to break up with their significant other or they want to get a divorce or something thinking I could I could do better. I could find something yeah. else. Not not realizing, you know, hey, yeah, you, you got real lucky this time and, and things are real good. And uh, just because things aren't perfect, I mean, you, you may not be so lucky the second time, maybe way worse, you know? Yeah, this is, you know, like so many others, this is a good opportunity to have people in your life who can help you recognize these kinds of things. Right. Um, I think it's a good thing as a parent to help, you know, as an, as an example, as a parent to help your kids recognize when they've got it really good, you know, something that, uh, to, to not throw away a good thing because it really is a good, a good thing and helping some teach them to recognize that. I think your relationship example, there is a really good one. Um, that, um, sometimes you need a little bit of outside an outside view to, to, to see things more clearly yourself. Yeah. I've been guilty of this with jobs too. Like, you know, thinking, ah, man, I really don't like my job. I'm going to try to get another, try to get another one. And, um, and I've, I've left a job before and gone into a worse one. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's happened to me before. And I'm like, mm, dang it. You know, I, that, uh, so, so that, uh, that appreciate appreciation and understanding that, uh, you know, maybe just having the wisdom to see w- w- what are the odds here? What did I, did I get lucky in this situation? Or, you know, maybe we think, I think probably what I thought at the time when I was leaving uh, a pretty good job I had to, to try to find something better was I, I assumed that the reason I had this good job is because I'm so smart or clever or talented or qualified. Right. <laughs> and maybe, yeah. There was some element of luck in there that I was not, you know, uh, counting on, not realizing that, hey, you know, you got, you were just kind of blessed. You were just lucky too. You know, maybe I was qualified too, but like also it's just sometimes finding a good job is tough and sometimes you get lucky. And so yeah. if you quit and jump into the job market, you know, you, uh, you might not be so lucky the second time. So I, I, I've had that experience before. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it brings to mind for me like just the, the luck aspect. Thinking of people who um, become you know like internet famous, right? Mm. Um, 
and I'm not saying, you know, necessarily that being famous is actually all that great. Um, but it does have some opportunities like thinking of that, you know, the, it happens all the time, but recently some guy, you know, has a, a song that blows up on, on YouTube, it gets around social media. And then all of a sudden this guy's like a minor, all of a sudden a minor celebrity and mm-hmm. selling out shows and stuff. Um, and then just kind of, you know, a lot of times they'll, people will squander that kind of opportunity thinking that, oh, people are finally recognizing like my greatness when really yeah. it was, it was lightning striking and, and you're pretty good, but you're not as good as you think, right? You still have a lot to learn, a lot to improve on. Um, and it's just kind of a fluke that you're, you have this kind of attention right now. And, um, and you see people, yeah, you see people kind of throw that away or, or not, uh, properly calibrate that, um, the reality with, 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 um, their abilities. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I think the, 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 the example of the one hit wonder band is a, mm-hmm. is a good one. And that's been around for as long as, you know, the music industry has existed, but I think it's probably way worse now where, yeah. you, you know, you could have someone on like a TikTok goes viral with some song that no one's ever heard of behind it. And the guy who made this song now, millions of people are downloading this song and he's like, wow. Yeah, I'm great. So, so what advice would you give to somebody who finds himself in that situation? Just, uh, like, save your money. <laughs> what else? <laughs> kind, of, kind of. Yeah. Save your money. Um, and, uh, keep, I, I don't know. I think the people who are, who are successful over like a whole, a, a lifetime in, in creative endeavors in particular have are kind of workhorses and try and put away that aspect that try not to get caught up in the fame. Um, and, who are tr- always trying to improve their, their craft. I, I think mm-hmm. I see those types of people um, and they con and they consistently put out good work or even better and better work um, as, as they go. So yeah. that, that, that's what I would say. Um, try not to rest on your laurels as the phrase goes. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, when we were, when we were thinking about starting this podcast, I was doing research on podcasts and stuff. And I I heard somewhere, I can't remember the source, but they were saying that uh, podcasts or oftentimes YouTube video channels or something that explode early Mm -hmm. tend to actually do worse long-term than ones that gain followers slowly and steadily. Cause sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll just catch a viral video. Like you'll make six YouTube videos or four and your fourth one yeah. just blows up because it just hits that algorithm just right and everyone really likes it. Yeah. And now, before you know it, you've got 10,000 subscribers to your YouTube channel when you've only made four videos. Um, right. That happens, you know? Um, but they say those types of channels don't do as well long-term. They they tend to fizzle out. They quit. They stop. They Maybe they think, yeah. oh, this is going to be really easy. And then it isn't. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of pressure all at once to – to please a lot of people who are inherently fickle because they found you and they're following you now because, you know, <laughs> yeah. cause you're the new thing. Right. Right. Cause those, most of those people are going to go on to the next new thing. That's, that's who they are. So yeah, that, that's, that's a good point. Um, what do you think? Uh, this is usually the time in the, in the show where we talk about the gods of the marketplace as right, as Kipling talks about uh, the, the antithesis to the, 
to the gods of the copybook headings, the, the, the way that the market, you know, the winds of the, the of changes, the society blows back and forth. What do you think, um, what do you think society thinks about this, about this proverb? Is this something that most people would be on board with? Is this something that people pay lip service to, but aren't really uh, practicing? What, what, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think, I think it's a, it's an interesting one because maybe, maybe people will understand that like lightning won't strike twice, you know, for the same person, you're not, same person isn't going to get, you know, mega lucky twice, but I think there's this deceptive thing that's kind of like, I guess like the lottery where, okay, that guy, like, like lightning hit that guy. So it's going to hit me now because it's, I don't know, I'm due or something, right? Like that, right. Like you hit the jackpot. I'm going to hit the jackpot now. Um, and so you're, you're constantly in, through social media and on TV, you're, you're constantly confronted with people who are, who have, who've been struck by lightning, you know, uh, creatively or whatever. And so you're confronted with all these people. So you start thinking like everyone is right. Everyone is, sure. is doing well. Everyone has hit the jackpot. And, um, so either you, you feel bad that you haven't, or you are delusional that you will based like doing what the same thing you're doing, even though they've been the person who's been successful, you don't see all the failures or, or things along the way for them. And so it's just this, you get the skewed view of, of success. Uh, yeah, I think it's also like some people I think might assume that success is going to hit them at some point because like even with the lottery as minuscule as your chance of winning are someone's going to win. Yeah. It's, it's also important to remember that sometimes like lightning might not strike there ever at all. Anybody like in the industry you're in, yeah. in the thing you're, you're do, trying to do, it might just like never happen. So it's not, it's not due. It's not owed. It's not expecting. It's just, it it may happen. It may never happen. There are certain things that are just that random, just as random as someone living 500 years ago might've considered lightning to be just nobody knows when it's coming or why it just, you know, the storm clouds come in, you could get struck or, or not. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, um, that, that, that marketplace thing beyond that? Like, do you think there's other, um, perceptions of, of this that, uh, that are contrary or are people on board with this one apart from my little, (laughs) I guess, kind of, you know, not completely uh, aligned kind of view of this as far as the marketplace goes. Um, um, what do you think? Well, well, I don't want to repeat myself too much, but the, the one I keep coming back to is is people who throw away a good thing, not realizing how lucky maybe they are to have gotten it in the yeah. first place. Um, okay. Yeah, that that that's what I what I keep coming back to is is people, and and you see it in relationships. You know, you you see s- s- sad situations where people are just like, well, this isn't totally fulfilling me right now. So I'm, I'm leaving, you know, I can, I can do better. And then they realize, no, no, you can't like, you know, um, 
the grass isn't always greener for, to, to, to quote another proverb, you know, um, mm -hmm. I think people, people don't realize how lucky they are sometimes and how lightning has struck in a good way in their life. And they're just willing to throw it away because they think it's going to come right back. And, um, yeah, that, that's the way I see people running afoul of this proverb more than anything. Yeah. Uh, what about, since it, it this is interesting. What if, um, you know, people not realizing that they're lucky. What about people who, who do realize they're lucky and it, and it is a hard thing for them to realize. So I'm thinking of something like survivor's guilt where, um, you know, bad things happen to all the people around you. You know, this happens to a lot of people in the military where, you know, their friends and the person next to them got injured or killed, but they survived, you know, why, why me, why did I survive kind of thing? Uh, what do you, as far as this proverb goes, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I've, I'm familiar with the concept of survivor's guilt, but I have no experience with it at all. Um, yeah. not personally, or even knowing anybody who's, who's had that. Uh, but yeah, man, that's a really good point. Um, just carrying with you, I guess just the, the feeling of, of that maybe they didn't deserve it or something, or, or I don't know. What are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I just, I mean, I guess it's a, it's something that people are, try to to figure out so i don't know that i've really got an answer off the top of my head for it right but mm -hmm. it, it, it's it is something that people deal with and um and you know their whole lives try to try to reconcile that just i guess you know the random i guess the random aspect of of life and in particular in in dangerous situations where where is life and death um and, and yeah, I don't, I don't have an answer just apart from being aware of it and recognizing that people deal with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> for, for my, for my experience in, in just living life and working and, and raising a family and everything, I, I, what I've learned is you just have to have a, a plan for your life. You have to have a routine of what you you do. You have to have some parameters on things that you do and things that you don't do. Mm -hmm. And this is just general stuff in life. And sometimes bad things will strike. You'll have lightning strike. Sometimes really good things will happen. But the people that I've noticed that were most successful were kind of, they weren't super, I mean, it's like, they really kind of understood that like r the randomness of life sometimes, and it didn't yeah. really affect them too much. They, they were kind of unflappable. They were just like, well, that, yeah, that happened. That was a really crappy thing that happened. Um, anyway, time to go to work. And they would just get up and keep yeah. going. And then <clears throat> same thing, like, <clears throat> you know, I, I've talked about how I work in sales and I've seen some very successful salespeople that just have these sweetheart deals fall in their lap. A huge deal that could make them a ton of money. And they yeah. close it. And then the next day, guess what they're doing? Like out making their calls, you know, prospecting, <laughs> doing the same thing again, because they're just like, oh, okay. You know, it's, I, this is what I do. I just have my routine and I, and I, and I do what I do. So having the discipline to set a schedule, to have a routine that you do to, to know kind of who you are enough to be like, this is who I am and this is what I do. And yeah. life can throw all the randomness it wants at me good, bad, or otherwise. And I, it's, it, I'm just going to keep, keep on doing what I'm doing. Yeah. 
and I, and that's a good and you see that too that attitude with um you know people bad things that happen just in your life you know someone gets cancer someone gets in a car wreck like um you know recognizing that a lot of times there's nothing you could have done about it anyway there's nothing you can do apart from how you react in the in this moment now and and making the best of things or or recognizing just the situation recognizing that this happened to your neighbor today it could happen to you tomorrow and have that um that equanimity of that that pre- that uh, you know balance in your mind of of how you would approach that when it happens to you and i think that also helps you be able to be a good and reliable person in in you know a family member or a friend's life in when those hard times hit them that you can support them because you're you're even killed like you said like the guy who gets the big the big sale he's he's back at work the next day um because he sees the big picture and yeah yeah there's a they used to they I, i'm gonna sound old and curmudgeonly but they used to make better <laughs> commercials than they do now uh-huh. like there, there used to be commercials that were like awesome and now i never see any ads that aren't annoying um but there was a there was an ad who was it was it nike i want to say it was nike it was a, it was a tv commercial and this was back in the days of y2k do you remember the y2k scare i'm sure you do oh yeah um, for those of you, you know, Zoomers listening to us or any of the young people who don't know, Y2K was when the when the when it went over to from the 1990s to 2000s, there was this glitch in the computer system where they they oftentimes they only had a two digit code for the year, and so it would be 91, 92, 93, and they were all worried that everything was going to get fried when when it clicked over to 2000 and they weren't sure how the computers were going to react. And like they had banks that were done this two digit system. So, so everyone was, there was this huge panic that the world's going to end when, (laughs) you know, all the financial systems going to crash, all the computers are going to go, you know, ICBMs are going to be launched automatically, you know? (laughs) So anyway, there's this commercial on TV is this Nike commercial. And, and you see this guy, and uh, he's going to bed and he's like taking off his little party hat. And it's, it's obviously like, you know, New Year's and, and you see the calendar on the wall and it's, it's, you know, December 31st, 1999. And he's partying and he goes to bed and, and he wakes up the next morning. His alarm goes off at like 5 a.m. like it always does. And there's just chaos outside. There's like missiles flying through the air. There's giraffes <laughs> running through the streets. There's all this crap. And he gets up and he puts on his sneakers and he goes for his run like he always did. Oh, I think I forgot the first part where they had shown him running before. He runs every day. Yeah. That's the idea. Anyway, and like he runs past the same guy that he runs that is running the opposite direction as him. And like with all the cast around him, they just kind of look at each other and give a little head nod. They're like, hey, what's up? You know? And then it was like, yeah. Nike, just just do it. You know? And it was like a right. super great commercial because like no matter what was going on, all the chaos, all the everything, these guys were like, they had their routine. They knew what they were doing and they were they were getting after it come hell or high water. So I, anyway, I thought that was a super cool ad and kind of, kind of goes along with what we're, what we're talking about. Yeah, that's great. And it's a great, uh, I think it's a great thing to end on for, for an episode at the beginning of the year here. A lot of people yep. working on, on new year's resolutions, working on goals, working on self-improvement and, and kind of like, that's a great example of you just kind of, you got to do the work and, um, yeah, make things happen that way. You can't, you can't rely on, on, on the big, the big jackpot. 
Yeah. And if it hits, just keep going to work, man. Like if you win yeah. the lottery tomorrow, just get up and go to work anyway. Like don't, <laughs> that's, that's how you'll be, that's how you'll uh, stay, keep your, keep yourself even keeled and, and, uh, and for, you know, keep yourself from losing it all and going nuts. Just keep, keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, lightning will hit good. Lightning will hit bad and just, just keep going. So who knows the way, how the world's going to go. Society looks kind of crazy, but, uh, yeah, just keep, keep going. And re- yeah. Remember light, lightning never strikes the same place twice, at least metaphorically. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Hey, this was a good one, man. I appreciate it. And good, good conversation. And thanks so much for listening, everybody. We will uh, catch you guys next week. All right. We'll see you. There are only four things certain since social progress began, that the dog returns to his vomit and the sow returns to her mind and the burnt fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin. As surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook idiots, with terror and slaughter,